Welcome to Lifehouse Beloved Podcast. I'm Debbie C and I'm joined with Carolyn Thomas, Crystal Check, and Jude Whitehouse. Joined with her. Yes, yeah. I am joined with you. My <laughs> sisters. Yeah. Joined in spirit, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Debbie. And we are talking about Proverbs 31. We are currently up to verse 26. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Jude, can you read that from the Amplified? Yep, she opens her mouth in skillful and godly wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness, giving counsel and instruction. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So, so, in addition to all her fantastic qualities that we've already seen, you know, in the good stewardship and everything, I mean, this probably is gets to the heart of it, isn't it? Like to her heart, because yep. the Bible talks about out of the overflow of your heart, your mouth speaks, and then mm. this is showing us what's coming out there. Um, and wisdom as well we know comes from the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So, again, it's getting us right down to the root of everything, isn't it, of, you know, yeah. what, what's in her. And so she's giving good advice and wisdom to her friends. She should be training her children properly, you know, instructing others, teaching. Mm-hmm. And to, to speak with godly wisdom also implies that she needs to actually be in a relationship with God. Yeah. So, um, and to be led by the Spirit because if... If you're not in a relationship, you don't know what that yep. wisdom is. So, mm. um, and also, I love the meaning of faithfully is true, constant support and loyalty. So, yeah. So it's just there's mm. no mover, yep. <laughs> no moving. She's anchored. Yep. And she chooses when and as well as what to speak. Yeah. So she chooses when she should speak in and when she should not. Yep. And um, and she's wise with that. Like she. She follows, obviously, the leading of the Lord when she needs to speak into a, a situation, when she needs to speak into um, into her children or into her husband. If she, she will see that, okay, he needs encouragement right now or, you know. He does, but I'm not really, he doesn't need it right now. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. At the times, yeah. <laughs> um, even, even just like, I think we've spoken about this before a lot, long time ago, where it's like your husband just walks in from work. Well, that is not the time and the place to be having some kind of conversation about your day. Yeah, yeah. some kind of conversation with him because he's like, "Well, hang on, I just walked in. I have no yeah. idea what's going on." Context, yeah. please. Yeah. 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 Recalibrate. So it's that wisdom of not bombarding him as soon as he walks in the mm. door, or um, making sure that your children have the encouragement and the love that they need to face their day. Like my son's been having issues with a couple of his friends at school and he's like, I don't know which way to go. Do I go with this kid who's, you know, they're saying he's weird and he's, you know, all these things and all these friends that I really want to hang out with, you know, what do I do? And it's like, well, you need to choose which way you think is right. Would you like someone doing that to you? And he's like, oh, okay, you know, and it sort of gets him thinking about things. That's being wise with, you know, showing him that in the Bible, you know, you can pick things out for him to read and put little lunch um, lunch notes in his lunchbox, you know, saying, you know, you will make the right decision because you have Jesus or things like that. And, and it sort of, it, it helps him a little bit. But um, yeah, just having those kinds of things in your mind when your family seems to be needing something. And that's the faithful instruction that talks about giving her children. And I think what you're saying as well there about, you know, knowing when to speak and not, uh, not, 
when, when not, not to. to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with that as well, and, and having wisdom, all that, there's also maturity that mm-hmm. comes with maturity as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crystal pretty much. I was going to say, notes. I saw in your face, you stole your notes. <laughs> <laughs> you should write your own. <laughs> yeah, I may, I may have stolen. <laughs> you see, you shouldn't discuss it with her before. <laughs> it's a bit hard not to. Uh, Crystal, you need to really take note, you know, of what this woman's like and just look after your friends. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if we move on to verse 27, since Debbie no longer has anything to add. Um, she watches over the affairs of her household. She does not eat the bread of idleness. I mean, I really, what, what jumped out to me at the risk of stealing Debbie's? So. <laughs> um, you know, not only, you know, we've seen the whole way through she's a diligent worker and, you know, a good student, all of that, but uh, that watches over to me suggests alertness and awareness of everything that's going on around mm-hmm. her in the home. And we talked before about that, like it's not just her immediate little thing, you know, her household, mm-hmm. she's aware of everything that's going on. And and she's also got um, good relationships because to be able to, you know, be alert and watch over the affairs of your household, you would you would actually be aware of what's going on in people's lives or, you know, mm-hmm. and if one of your kids is upset or something's wrong with one of your servants or whatever. And that implies to me relationship, mm-hmm. yeah. to be able to be aware of all that and to, to watch over them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was just thinking about, you know, how I was saying before, it's a hard thing to live up to with, you know, she's got all these extra people that are helping her and things like that, but... She doesn't just hand over all her duties that mm. she has to the people that work for her um, and palm off the tasks to everybody else so that she can sit back and relax. Yeah. She works hard to know what's going on in her house yeah. and in her family and in her business, and she doesn't sit back to relax when there's work to be done. I think um, you know we can have a kind of a mental image of um, you know rich women who have you know a butler or a maid or whatever working for them. I can't fathom that myself. But, <laughs> I can but, fathom having a maid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but just having someone to do stuff yeah, for you yeah. um, and and being able to, you know, we, we have She's this picture. Just of this, back they like just sit back and they're like, oh, I'm going to get my nails done <laughs> yeah, today or yeah. I'm going shopping or, you know, I'm hanging out with this person. And, and you would have some frivolous, ungodly, like, woman doing that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I, I think, you know, me. there are... I'm sure there are there's lots of women that could be like that, but this is one of those women who could be like that, but she chooses, she chooses to make not. sure she knows what's going on yeah. in the lives of her family, like you say, and in the lives of the people that work for her, in the lives yeah. of hmm. whoever she comes in contact with yep. that is helping her. She wants to make sure because, you know, if you're going to give someone a job, you want to make sure that they're going to be able to do it properly. Yeah, exactly. Or, and so if they're not doing so well, then you're like, well, I don't want to lump them with more and that will make it worse yeah. for them. So, yeah. I'll, you know, I can pick up the slack here and there, but I'm still going to be doing what I have to do. And as you said, you know, okay, like Debbie, it can be easy for us to think, oh, she's got all, you know, and she doesn't palm it all off. But I mean, you know, yeah, they'll be doing things, but with that for her comes more responsibility, doesn't mm-hmm. it? And caring and being yeah. a good leader and a good employer and whatever. Yeah. yeah. The, the other thing I was thinking too is that it doesn't always mean that she's always busy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think she'd take time to think about what she needs to do and then the priority that they need yeah. to be done in. Yeah. And I know I can get easily get busy doing stuff and not taking enough time to work out what order I need to get stuff in and or do do things in and 
and then I overbook myself or I double book myself or, you know, and then I get stressed because I've done that and, you know, taking time to, to actually go, right, what, what do I need to get done? And even that in itself for me is hard because I'm, you know, it doesn't come naturally to me to be organised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, it, I still have to, you know, make sure I, I get all the things that I need to get done yeah. first and then prioritise. Yeah. It, it's there. a case of not working busy but working smart, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's exactly yeah. it, yeah. Another thing that um, I saw as well was reading Amplified again. <laughs> um, it says in here, she looks well to how things go in her household and the bread of idleness, gossip, discontent and self-pity mm, she will not eat. Good, yeah. So um, Self-pity? Yeah, mm, self-pity like she it. will not eat. So she won't give an opportunity for sin to be in the household. Yeah, yeah. She won't allow that to come that in and, and to affect everything. So it's not just the physical stuff. It's, yeah, yeah. it's again, the spiritual side as well. Yeah. So. And I, and I like that she will not eat. It's, it's, like, it's not like... It's an active thing yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Again. And I like that you're talking about... I love that how you've broken up the bread of idleness it is. Like, you know, these other verses that talk about training the younger women so that they're yeah. not busy, you know, busy bodies and gossiping mm. and whatever. Yeah. I mean, older women as well, but that's specifically scripture talks about that. And mm. I was just reading Proverbs yesterday and um, just in the study Bible, there's a page where it gives all these characteristics mm. of... Um, of good character, I suppose, or maturity or whatever. I can't remember what it is. And then all the characteristics not to have. Yeah. And laziness, which to me mm. is the same as idleness, is mentioned more than any of the others. Mm. So I thought yeah. that's quite interesting. Because right? mm. yeah. that's the thing. Like, you know, that expression, I mean, it was just expression, but the devil finds work for idle hands. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. there's often a grain of truth in these things. And it's mm. like to say, yeah. if you are too lazy or idle, that yeah. is when you get into... Yeah. Yeah. You know, stuff that you shouldn't be getting into. And, you know, like you say, it might even just be having all that thinking time and you go into self-pity or yeah. whatever yeah. it is, you know. Well, even I think as a housewife, I have been known to think that I deserve mm. some time out. I deserve some time to do nothing, to relax, to veg out in front of the TV or to, you know, do all those things um, and, and to to be just not have to think about the house and not have to think about our family but um she doesn't do that she's ever watchful like she's making sure that what's coming into her house is is you know good and and things like that and everything that she is her her being because it is the household she she is the life of the household she's the one that makes the atmosphere we've talked about that mm -hmm. before if her atmosphere is good then the rest of the house will be doing what they need to be doing and going along the same way um and you know we've talked about it ages ago again where we talked about the whole um the mentality of we deserve you know we don't deserve anything but if we are doing the things that we need to be doing then things like i feel more at peace when I have read the, the word and I've sat and I've, you know, we talk to our kids, having that conversation, I feel more energetic when I'm talking about the word. Like we get home from these podcasts and we're like, I can't sleep. I just want to keep talking. I just yeah. want to keep going. Yeah. Um, and if you're not eating that bread of idleness, like if I sit in front of the TV for an hour, I feel 
really not good. Yeah. We're really black. And so... And I think, I mean, what you say is really important and um, I'm just... Um, and I know your attitude and what you like and everything and so so I just want to also encourage though that and I know you wouldn't be going to this extreme and, and there are that whole thing of oh, I deserve and I need me time and whatever yeah. but I, I, I just want um, people to be careful not to be too hard on themselves yeah. that you know um, like you say your me time would be that where you join aside with your Bible or having your time with the yeah. Lord or whatever and, and I mean I know there's no way anyone could ever even <laughs> think of calling you idle, um, <laughs> but you know there is. Um, and, and so we've got, yeah, but we've got to watch. You know what I mean? Like you, you know that bit of that time where yeah. you're just drawing aside and having that yeah. whatever. Um, I think you know that that sometimes will charge you, like you say, your batteries or whatever. That, and, to me, that's so. that's not that's not really what I was talking about with me time. Me time was yeah. like you know people want to sit and watch a movie for. You know, two hours, yeah, but you, you could, could be. Leave me yeah, it, it is. It's, kind to, of that it's thing. neglecting yeah. your duties that you have to do yeah. to yeah, have yeah. that to the yeah. exclusion. Like in the middle of the day when you've yeah. got when you other things that you should be, like, yeah. kids are still there and they're yeah. like, Mum, come play with me. I'm like, No, I'm watching a movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, that kind watching of thing. Watching a yeah. Yeah. opera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I think, too, at, you know, as, as, even, even as, um, you know, like I'm a pretty extrovert sort of person, but I still need that time alone. Yeah. To take time out, yeah. yeah. So it's still good to, to have time out, yeah. But even in that, like, you it's know, what you watching, do with it, yeah, yeah, watching, yeah. And it is yeah. about your attitude, yeah. And, like, and that's why I, I need me time. I know, yeah. your, I know your attitude would be not that it's any way, shape, or form, and a selfish kind of thing, and, yeah. And also part of this whole thing as well is looking after yourself properly as well. That you yeah, don't get right. so yeah. run down that you can't cope, and you know, but. That would never be any danger. <laughs> I think, but if your relationship with God's right, yeah, and that's yeah. not going to happen either. And it's, like, that, yeah. it's that scripture yeah. as well, Jude, and you know, that was in Psalms or Proverbs about teach me to order my, my days. days. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that I may gain a heart of wisdom, and so it's yeah, having that, but using your time wisely. And I think, especially when we have a quote unquote me time, and it involves God time. Yeah, you do. Feel that, oh, that's yeah. yeah, that will keep you going for. A, and like you're saying, yeah. Yeah. and if you've had a, a, even a coffee meeting or something, you know, when you're talking about the things of the Lord, like you yeah. say, you do yeah. come yeah. away hey, yeah. feeling energised compared to if you're with someone who's negative and complaining and yeah. you yeah. can't talk to them about deep things and I hate those, mm. they become like a real burden, hey? Yeah. <laughs> so coming to do podcasts is like a holiday for us. Yeah. Yeah. So good. <laughs> what a good attitude, girls. <laughs> but doing a podcast or listening to a podcast it ends up being the thing that can lift your day yeah because yeah. you're getting into the word you've got to, yeah you know and, and there's times when you can sit and just read the word but what i love about this it gives you a real purpose as well like okay i have to go and study all of this yep and it does the word does energize mm. you and yeah definitely makes you feel more positive even if i think oh Gotta do my podcast prep for the next one, and it's gonna take hours. But I do feel energized mm. while I'm doing it because it's just feeding myself, isn't it? Mm. Well, Crystal was just saying today. She goes, "You know the thing that I'm looking forward to the most about going camping." And I went jokingly, "I went spending time hanging out with me." And she said, <laughs> "Actually, yeah, the conversation, like, you know, yeah. and not just the you know fluff conversations. Yeah. We talked about that before. You know, things, we like yeah. the deep conversations, yeah, not cool. just the it's good." Yeah, yeah. spoils you though for yeah. anything, isn't it? Because I find my tolerance is really low for small <laughs> yes. talk. Yeah, yeah. I have to like yeah. okay. 
sometimes, you know, <laughs> you have to do it. All right, well, that's good. Okay, so the next verse says, Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. My children would say the same, but it's because I have them, not so much because I've got yeah. Because you know they're good kids, and you yeah, know, yeah, you must be blessed because I'm your kid, you know. <laughs> sort of thing. Um, no, cute. but my study Bible says blessed that is one who enjoys happy circumstances and from whom joy radiates to others. Um, and just jokingly, I, I've written here, I'm not entirely sure that's me all of the time, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I try to make the best of the situation because if I don't then my whole day gets wrecked and I end up you know being that wife who goes these are yours I'm leaving <laughs> um or you know something like that which I haven't actually done yet but um, <laughs> but it's you know if you're radiating joy then people are going to want to hang out with you yeah um your kids are, are going to be joyful kids um you know People are just going to want to be around you, and and that's what I like. I like to have people over for dinner and and hanging out and and talking about stuff that's important, not just the fluff. Yep, and I think as well that her children recognise that they've got a good mother, and as you said, it will be down to that whole atmosphere and attitude in the home, and you know they honour her, and her husband speaks well of her as well. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. that's. I think sometimes, like, my husband's actually really good at encouraging me with, um, like, he, I had to get him to stop for a while because like, I felt really weird. He's like, you know, he would say things to me like, thanks for cleaning the toilet today. And I'm like, that's my job, isn't it? Like, don't I just have to do that? But, and then I kind of had to go, oh. Yeah, like, to thank, learn to accept oh, a compliment. Thanks, thanks for thanking me for that. You know, like, he would... And he still does it. So thank you for like, thanking me for thanking me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it, but that's nice. This, yeah, so it is nice. And you know, when your kids notice things and they're like, Oh, thanks for doing that, Mum, or like oh, I can't well, like, my kid notice if I haven't done it then not one yes. all the thousand times I do do yeah. it. Something happened. It was either this morning or yesterday, I think it was yesterday, and I even know what it was but I surprised them by oh that's right we were getting I said look we're just going to duck in we've got to get this this and this from the shops and then we're going to go home okay and so on our way out I said to them okay boys you can choose a chocolate bar if you like and I said you can choose any of these ones and they they got one and and got into the car and, and they were like it was like they'd never had a had chocolate, chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much mum for buying us this chocolate <laughs> <laughs> that was it that was never thanks me for anything <laughs> Mum, you're the most wonderful mum. Thank you for buying us this chocolate bar. I was like, you're very welcome. Might be motive behind it all the so, next time. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, it, I was just thinking, it would be interesting to have a podcast where you get our kids to like oh, to say talk. what yeah. we're like. That because, would be so cute. Because, you know. You're crazy mum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, I say to my boys, Do you think mum's crazy? They're like, Yeah, my mum's totally crazy. <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> but, um, you know, Callan would say, He would say, My mum taught me that if you want something done properly, do it yourself. <laughs> children arise and call her blessed her husband also he praises her they're the ones that see her behind closed yes. doors yes yeah, because how 
you know, this this woman could be making everything look amazing on the mm. outside. Her husband could even go out and, you know, go, oh, and yes, how many you people know, do it's that? lovely, yeah. and it's all yeah. good and, and well. Yeah. But, you know, they know exactly what goes on behind closed doors. They know the real her. And they know mm. that if anyone inquires, that they will speak truthfully yeah, of yeah. her. And that's mm. a true test of character, isn't mm. it? Who you are behind closed doors when people mm. don't see mm. you except your family. I, mm. I had a, a lady once tell me that um, she had three children and they'd not long changed schools to a Christian school. And um, she found out one day that all three of them had been pulled out of class and questioned by docs or something like that she didn't really know she wasn't really informed um because her one of her daughters made some comment about oh i feel worthless and because it was they were at a new school like they you know went a bit crazy but she she said you know like thankfully i have a relationship with my kids that they know me and i know them and they're quite open to tell me about this stuff and, and i was horrified and to think that they were questioned over yeah. something so what seemed to be trivial, but yeah. just to check that all of them were okay and and that kind of thing. But yeah, like I thought, wow, if my kids got pulled out, what would they say about their mum? And I often ask my kids things like just off the cuff, like, you know, if someone said, what's your mum like, what would you say? I think we'll like, ask them on Sunday at church and see what they say. <laughs> oh, mine won't be there. <laughs> I'll get them. We might be back there. We're, we're hoping to be back by then. But, but you know, it is interesting. Like I'd love, I would really love to know. Like I love it when you get those yeah. things from kindy and yes. stuff. They say, my mum. Like I, and even like my my nine year old. He came home with this piece of paper and it said, you know, I like my mum. Or the best thing about my mum is, <laughs> oh, yeah. and the best thing about my dad is, best thing about my dad is he plays Lego with me and he's he's really fun and. Best thing about my mum is that she loves me and she cooks oh. me dinner. <laughs> she loves me. She loves me. That's the loves me was first. Yeah, yeah. no, and I was then happy with that. Yeah. So awesome. you know, it's always interesting to see what they say. But yeah, yeah. that's good. All right, so I will remember to get your kids and all of them. <laughs> I think it would make a great for podcast. Fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, my five-year-old, he, James, he's I, he's going to be an encourager. I think when he. Yes, yes Optimus he's, Prime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, or T-Rex, depending on the day. Um, but at least five times a day, I get, oh, Mom, you're the best mom. Oh, that's and so cute. Liz is like, she's the only mom you've got. <laughs> Doesn't but, any it, it's always the days that, that I think, oh, I'm not winning at this parenting gig today. Yeah, I'm having yeah, a really bad yeah. day. And then James looks at me and goes, you're the best oh, mum ever. So and I'm like, good. you're the best son ever. Only son as well, but that's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Love a kid that can read you spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My son did say to me a couple of weeks ago, you're the best, best mum I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> that's you're like, I don't think you've had any other mum. <laughs> no, but you're the best one I've ever had though. <laughs> I had a little girl at school say, oh, you're the best teacher I've ever had. And I said, oh, thanks, Jess. And she said, I wish I could have you next year. And I said, well, then you would have had me three years and then oh, and then it was at the end of that that she said oh you're the best teacher and then she said but I say that to every teacher <laughs> she was honest yeah. <laughs> all right so the next person we try and um, finish this off now many women do noble things but you surpass them all I think that's what we talked about as well isn't it right at the beginning where it talks about worth more than rubies yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe I'll read the next verse as well and we can just incorporate mm-hmm. the two together yeah. hey Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. 
I mean, that ties back into to that verse where, you know, she um, speaks with wisdom because, you know, the beginning of uh, fear of the Lord's the beginning of wisdom. And so, again, we t talked about how that fear of the Lord just shows us where her heart actually is, what's mm -hmm. um, actually important to her. Um, and I just wanted to read um, 1 Peter 3, 1 to 5, if I may, girls, because it ties in so nicely with this. Um, okay, so wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands, so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives, when they see the purity and reverence of your lives. Your beauty should not come from outward adornments such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold jewelry or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. And I think that ties in so nicely with that. Um, you know, it just shows what's really important. And then the fact is that, you know, that fear of the Lord and that's driving her attitude. It's driving everything she is in, yeah. and even talks mm -hmm. about how that spirit inside can be what can win an unbelieving husband over. I mean, that's mm -hmm. really powerful, isn't it? Yeah. Well, someone who puts God before everyone else, um, that's, that's the thing that, I would, you know, hope that I am doing every day. Um, and those around her who who see her, like you said, behind closed doors, would be just like, wow, you really, what have you got? Or actually, no, the people that don't see her behind closed doors, yeah. who don't see what her, you know, she's reading the Bible and she's doing the things that she needs to be doing, will be like, what are you doing? How do I get What's what you've different? got? Yeah. How do you um, <clears throat> Um, I had a, a lady once a long time ago who she had the same amount of children as me and she always ran around like a headless chicken. She, oh, I have to go and pick up this kid or, oh, I've forgotten to go and do this. or And she was always on the go, always rushing, always, you know. And she said to me one day, you are so chilled. How are you so chilled? How come? You can be there, standing there, you've remembered everything, you've got your head on straight, and I'm like just, I'm totally in chaos. And um, the only thing I could say was, I guess, I, I, it's God, i got nothing else for you. <laughs> you know, I, I've got no magic potion, I've got nothing, it's, it's God, it's all over God. Because there's nothing else, there's mm. nothing else that can keep you in that, in, in that that joy, there's nothing yeah. else that can hold yeah. you there. And what, you know, um, what you're saying as well, you know, if, and, and a lot of people, yes, and I'm not saying she wouldn't have been busy and hectic and whatever, but a lot of people, especially if they don't have Christ in their life, you don't actually have meaning. Mm -hmm. And so your children in that case, and even though you complain about, oh, I have to do this and that, that becomes your thing that you're living through yeah mm. and so even you know with people their kids are sick or whatever everything is a big drama because that's where they get their mm -hmm. fulfillment from because they don't have you know they're living through their children or or whatever and, yeah and they don't have a meaning outside of that and and that's where those people also hit problems later when it becomes the kids grow up and are gone because then what have you got yeah, you know, whereas like you will still you'll you'll actually relish that extra time for doing the things of the Lord or getting into the Word yeah. or whatever, and girls, it will come. Yeah. You will have days where 
your kids are grown and you have got the whole day to yourself. <laughs> she's, she's kidding us. <laughs> never I'm, gonna living, grow. I'm living proof. <laughs> they're never going to be. My boys are telling me now they never want to leave home. They're never getting married. <laughs> but I've always thought of that as well because I remember, oh, probably 10 or so years ago now, or, yeah, about 15 years ago, I was having a discussion with a lady who was in her mid-50s and she's got a very large amount of kids and has always been there for the kids and done all the homeschooling and done everything. And she said it's got to a stage now that the kids are old enough that you know, teenagers and in a small country town, so teenagers seem to have a bit more freedom than in the city, in the country. But she said, oh, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. And she's been in ministry in everything her whole life. And, busy and it really it just absolutely like smacked me in the face. I was mm, just like, yeah. wow. Like, and you get a yeah, lot of people said, in ministry with your identity is not that, yeah, in it's that not that's not God. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people, it's not even people in ministry. And mm. like you're saying, she can be doing ministry, but you can be yeah. doing stuff for the Lord, but, but not having that intimacy yeah. and having your identity in there. Yeah, and it just really floored me. And I've always remembered that, that without God, we don't. Have anything, and that's yeah. where you start getting all the interfering people interfering in the adult children's lives, yeah. and you know, like um, just because they've got nothing else, and you know, they've mm. always done it and whatever, and yeah, yeah, and they're not it's fulfilled in themselves outside of that. Yeah. Mm. Anything to add, Deborah? I um, I just noticed that Deborah, Brad, so Brad, Deborah, right? Deborah. <laughs> we're in trouble. <laughs> Deborah. Um, I just noticed that Brad had actually put a little amen next to verse 30. I was like, oh, I hope that means that he actually thinks that of me. <laughs> Instead of like, amen, read this, Debbie. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, like I, those last couple of verses, you know, her husband only has eyes for her, mm. you know, not because of her beauty, but because of her stature mm. and her faith. You know, he knows. He's complete with her and she with him, you know, in yeah. Christ. That's nice. And, um, yeah, and it just sums up, like, those last couple of verses, they just sum up what, what kind of woman she is and what we need to be aspiring to. Yeah. Um, and like we've already said, you know, you need the fear of the Lord above everything else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, so the last verse, Honour her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. I think that just sums up, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. honour comes through humility and the fear of the Lord. Yeah. Mm. And that's what she yeah. shows. Um, I love the um, the version that I read, and I can't remember what it was, so sorry, that says, give her of the fruit of her hands and yeah. let her own works praise her in the gates. And I think about, you know, what are the fruit of my hands? Like, what? What am I doing daily that I'm sowing and feeding my children mm. and allowing them to see? Do they see me complaining about having to do, you know, another load of washing? Does that make them feel good or does it make them feel, you know, worthless or, you know, or, oh, I can't dirty my clothes because mummy will get grumpy. Or, mm. You know, it's those things every day. It's It's looking to... Um, just focus every day on who God is for you and that this life is just temporary. When we go to eternity, do we want 
our families to come with us? You know, do we want them to go to heaven and be with Jesus or do we want them to be damned? You know, and it's, it's, it's every day you have to make a choice. Every day you have to wake up with a choice. How am I helping them get that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Pulling in, yeah. And, yeah. and I like what says, let her works bring her praise. So she doesn't have to look for praise herself no. or yeah. whatever. It yeah. just comes because of her attitude and, you know, how she conducts herself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, hopefully you enjoyed that. Yeah. And that's a wrap. That is. That's, that's Proverbs 31. I didn't say that right. I was just realized there were 31 verses and I'm like, oh, did I say that right? <laughs> yes, it is. So if you would like to get in contact with us, you can uh, contact us on www.life-house.net. What was wrong with on W?